This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue talks carbon price and climate. Could FDA give up some biotech authority? And trade outlook little changed despite China deal. USDA shifts on climate. USDA is making some subtle but significant shifts on climate policy that stand in stark contrast with the rest of the Trump administration. In addition to announcing a set of goals for reducing agriculture's carbon emissions and overall environmental impact, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue also told reporters yesterday carbon pricing could be used to pay for farmers to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Purdue didn't quite endorse carbon pricing, but he came close. If it's a social goal and a social priority there, then let's put a price over carbon emissions. And I think you can really see farmers show out in their carbon sequestration efforts. Keep in mind, by releasing the goals in an election year, there's no guarantee Purdue will be around to follow through on those. USDA released targets in 2015 that fell by the wayside after President Barack Obama left office. You can read more about the plan that was announced at USDA's Outlook Conference at AgriPulse.com. Purdue pressing USDA role on gene-editing animals. Purdue is raising the possibility that USDA could take over some regulation of gene-edited animals, an idea that would cheer the livestock industry. But it's far from clear how close USDA is to a deal with the FDA, which currently has full responsibility in that area. FDA and USDA spokespersons were noncommittal when asked about Purdue's statement yesterday that he's working on a memorandum of understanding with FDA. Purdue told reporters his department is, quote, in the process of working with FDA currently to help divide up the responsibilities. Purdue suggested USDA would oversee gene editing in animals intended for food production. But neither USDA nor FDA would confirm whether officials have met to discuss the matter. Now keep in mind, the issue has been controversial for years. FDA considers intentional genomic alterations in animals to be animal drugs and thus subject to FDA's regulatory process for those products. No trade boom in forecast. USDA is projecting only a modest increase in exports for fiscal 2020, that despite the phase one trade deal with China. Exports are forecast up $4 billion to $139.5 billion, a $500 million increase from the USDA's November forecast. The fiscal year runs through September. Exports to China could surge later in the year, but USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson cautions that it's not clear how much overall ag exports would rise as a result. That depends on how much the increased sales to China are offset by lower sales to Europe and other markets, he says. We're not going from $140 billion in total U.S. world exports to $160 billion next year because of the Phase 1 deal, Johansson told AgriPulse. And by the way, 
there's been concern that the coronavirus outbreak would delay talks between U.S. and Chinese officials on removing non-tariff barriers on U.S. ag products like beef, dairy, fruit, and vegetables. But that's not the case, according to Michael Ward, USDA senior agriculture attache at the U.S. Embassy in Beijing. Officials from the two countries have been meeting virtually through digital video conferences since USDA personnel can't travel to Beijing because of the outbreak. You can read more about the USDA's 2020 outlook again at agripulse.com. Producers guarded on 2020. Producers aren't looking for a lot of improvement in farm finances this year. That according to an informal survey of the American Farm Bureau Federation members. Some 46% of those surveyed said they expect farm profitability to be lower this year. 36% expect it to be about the same. That according to American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton. About half of those surveyed expect cash receipts to be about the same as last year and more than a quarter expect them to be lower than 2019. Nearly 60% of those surveyed expect production expenses to be higher. About 57% of those surveyed said they plan to cut back on farm investment and capital purchases. Purdue vows to school British on poultry safety. Purdue said he'll make a point of pressing British government officials and lawmakers next month on their opposition to importing U.S. chicken because of the antimicrobial washes used to fight bacterial contamination. Prime Minister Boris Johnson and other Britons remained vocal in their opposition to what they call chlorinated chicken from the U.S., offering a potential stumbling block to U.S. and U.K. negotiations for a free trade agreement. U.S. poultry industry doesn't actually use chlorine, except sometimes to clean equipment, but that hasn't deterred British critics. Purdue vows to take some parasitic acid, a common antimicrobial that emits a vinegar-like smell to the U.K. with him, and show them what it is and how safe it is. British politicians are being led by public opinion, and it's not based on science, Purdue said. Sources India deal not imminent. No trade deal of any size with India is expected in the near future, sources tell AgriPulse, ahead of President Donald Trump's visit to the country next week. Trump said earlier this week that a large, comprehensive trade deal with India wouldn't be possible until much later, possibly not this year. Even a mini-deal is off the table, and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer is not expected to accompany Trump to India for the visit, according to sources. U.S. negotiators have been in talks with their Indian counterparts for months and have made progress, including on some ag issues. But there have been no breakthroughs that would allow a pact to be announced during the Trump visit. Biofuel Group's Refiner push EPA on SRE ruling. Biofuel groups are urging EPA to decide quickly how to deal with three small refinery exemptions after a Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says it would be unfortunate if the agency waits until after the November election to decide. This is something we have high expectations for, and there's a tremendous amount of consternation about this, Score told AgriPulse. On Thursday, officials with the refiner 
Holly Frontier said they will ask the full Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals to review a three-judge panel ruling. The company is also asking EPA to join its appeal. Here's today's He Said It. Minnesota GOP Representative Jim Hagedorn announced yesterday that he's fighting cancer but plans to run for re-election in his rural district. The first-term congressman said he was diagnosed a year ago with stage 4 kidney cancer. In the halls of Congress, I fought a battle for our values, our livelihoods, and our country. And in the halls of the Mayo Clinic, I fought a much more personal and private battle, Hagedorn said. On both fronts, I'm thrilled to say we're winning. I feel great, and I'm looking forward to the campaign. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, February 21st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.